Welcome back to Considerations from the Capitol from the Deeper Dive Podcast. My name is Bill Winnell. As always, joined by Father Larry Swink. Good morning, Father. Hey, good morning, everybody. Today's the memorial of St. John on the Cross, and Father will reflect on today's gospel from St. Matthew. Jesus said to the crowds, Amen, I say to you, among those born of women, there has been none greater than John the Baptist, yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent are taking it by force. All the prophets in the law prophesied up to the time of John, and if you are willing to accept it, he is Elijah, the one who is to come. Whoever has ears ought to hear. Father. Okay, so today is sort of a, um, we're focusing on two Johns, John the Baptist and John of the Cross. Uh, Both were prophetic, and and the word prophetic means to uh, courageously speak God's word and to bring people to uh, deeper conversion, repentance, and uh, draw people to God's will. And our Lord talks about how the prophets, you know, was suffered violence, and um, and the kingdom of God suffers violence up to this day, and that's true even today. That you know, many times we experience violent reactions towards uh, truth, and um, sometimes the enemy could even be within the church, uh, and persecutions and these types of things. That uh, John the Baptist, he himself died for. Um, preaching against the adulterous relationship of of uh, Herodias and of uh, Herod and and uh, his brothers was having a relationship with his brother's wife and uh, and John of the Cross, I mean, who's known for his beautiful poetry, actually came up with that poetry while he's being severely persecuted uh, for trying to bring a reform to the Carmelite order. Uh, there's a, a great book that I've been reading called Persecuted from Within. It's by Sophia Press, and it was written by, uh, it was co-authored by two guys, Joshua Charles and Alec Torres. They actually were parishioners here at one time, or Alec was a parishioner here at Holy Comfort St. Cyprian. And he writes about different saints that were persecuted from within the church, and he has a chapter on St. Teresa of Alaba, Avila and St. John of the Cross. And uh, if you know this, John of the Cross and Teresa of Avila cross paths, and Teresa of Avila um, encouraged John, not to leave the Carmelite order who wanted to live a more austere life and seek holiness in a more powerful way. She says, just go back to the original um, uh, sort of, you know, bring a reform to the Carmelites. So he did. And uh, the friars really uh, did not like um, what he was doing to the point where they arrested him and uh, they stripped John of his hood and his scapular, the the discalced um, Carmelite um, you know, uh, what do we call it? The habit they were wearing. And they threw him in a closet, which was six feet wide and 10 feet long with no windows. He had to wear the habit of the, the calced friars. There's a loose, basically they were, you know, uh, lukewarm, uh, Carmelites and were not permitted to change his clothes, no matter how filthy, uh, they became his only food is bread, water, and occasional sardines. Three nights a week, the friars took him to the refectory to eat while kneeling on the floor. And after supper, the friars whipped him as they recited the Miserere. On the feast, of, after six months of this, uh, on the Feast of the Assumption, Our Lady appeared to John of the Cross and instruct, instruct him how to escape. She promised him that he would be able to say Mass again. He had to go six months without saying Mass, which is one of the biggest um, tortures that he encountered. The next night on August 16th, 
He escaped from prison at two o'clock in the morning and slept under the porch of a nearby house, later found and protected by some sisters that loved him. Uh, now, <clears throat> what came of this? Well, while he was in, in this, this six months, he, re, he recounts, he came up with some of the most beautiful poetry ever written by uh, in the history of the world. And it was just because he had a lot of time to pray and think. And in this darkness, uh, in this complete, utter suffering that he experienced, he was so stripped of everything that he found the love of God. Um, he uh, had an incredible experience of God's love towards the end of the six months of darkness, and uh, which really brought him to write about what happens to all souls that are purified to perfection is that they have to go through what's called a dark night, uh, better known as a dark night of the soul, which is, in essence, a person feels completely abandoned by God and complete darkness. And then if they hold on with faith that God reveals to them uh, after they're totally purified and their faith is completely purified, an incredible um, manifestation of his love. And um, uh, later on, he uh, they said there was not one recorded instance of John speaking ill of his captors or complaining of his captivity uh, because he realized that that God used them and the six months as a passive mortification inflicted by God himself. Um, and, uh, so, wow, he, and he, um, became, he basically, he attributes the six months as God preparing him to be a saint, which indeed he became. Um, so there's a great line of John of the cross, you know, when you're finding, uh, troubles or darkness or, um, a lack of, uh, people listening to you or, and he says, where there's no love, put love and you'll find love. Hmm? And uh, so he, he he shows us what it is to be prophetic. And once again, uh, prophets are usually treated with violence, but prophets, if they're faithful to God, become saints. So, um, you know, if you've never read it before, it might be something to consider uh, if you're serious about prayer, is to read uh, St. John of the Cross's Dark Night of the Soul. Now, you can get many different versions of this. Uh, it's a very difficult read. Uh, many religious, I've read it. Um, it was very difficult, but it's very beautiful at the same time. And it, it kind of walks you through how God purifies a soul and it passes you through darkness to his incredible light. St. John of the Cross, pray for us.